Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrewed D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody, and welcome to Dungeons & Drams, where some of your favorite whiskey tubers get together to talk about whiskey and play some D&D. So, hi everybody! Welcome. I just want the, the world to know that part of the countdown now is Ed make a face. It's tradition at this point. Three face. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I do want to jump right into what we're drinking tonight because uh, several of us are lined up. Uh, actually, uh, at least three of us. Um, so a few of us chose to pick up some 1792s uh just to from in our collection and um drinking that tonight so i'm gonna have, be having the bottled in bond uh looks like you as well adriana yes or, yep and then clifton you have just a small batch haven't had oh. this in a while so i'm excited to yeah. revisit it i was yeah, pleasantly surprised with the small batch and like how i i think it's such a solid pour for is it still about 35 or did it skyrocket too it's still in my area. It's it's still like 30, 35. So it's, it's yeah, totally cool. solid. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, Ed, what are you drinking tonight? So I must have gotten my uh, my messages mixed up. I thought oh, it was a rum night. Um, it's gonna but... be. It's gonna be a rum. Oh, night it's too. a rum night. <laughs> okay, good. No, so, yeah. told me it was a rum night. I could have also grabbed a rum. What? Where did this conversation happen? It was in the in the in the Discord. Which, by the way, everybody joined the Discord. Um, it was in the episode <laughs> discussion. I'll start with the small batch, but I got to work my way up and prove. So I think I'm going to grab one of the new um, one of Jason's new uh, rums. Oh, Jason's Ooh. walking away. I don't know if you can. I hear was going to say Jason heard rum, and I think he got up to go get something good. Oh no, you he's got turning. you got you got the rum. Yeah, I got all three. Which which one should I grab? Dude, do the ten year. The ten year. All right, I'll yeah. go grab that. Nice. Cool. And uh, everybody in the chat, let us know what you're drinking tonight. Um, always fun when you drink along with us. Uh, let's see. We got 1792. In the, oh, that's that's Nick. <laughs> I suppose suppose it makes sense that he would also be able to drink what you have next to you. Uh, what do we yeah. got? Apparently oh, so he found the small batch that I couldn't find. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, these are the new Rolling Fork um, single casks. Um, there are two picks that Jason and um, Jarrell and, oh gosh, it was a great group of people. Of course, Scott and Man, I'm, I'm not I'm not good at speaking for this. It's, I bought it. I didn't get sent this. I paid for this. Nice. Um, but you know, <laughs> they did a 10-year uh, pick, a 9-year pick. Both of those were finished in. One of them was finished in Elijah Craig barrels. One was finished in Woodford Double Oak barrels. And then they had a 17-year lost cask um, bottle. So okay. it's all Barbados rum. Oh, I'm very yeah. excited. Ooh. Oh, Jason's back, so we can actually explain this. I'm just spitballing here, Jason. Oh yeah, no, you're you pretty much <laughs> you you pretty much nailed it. It's basically four square rum. So if you know. Okay. If you know Foursquare, that's where the rum is sourced from, from Barbados. And yeah, 10 years. I think it spent almost two years in the Woodford uh, in the Woodford double O cask. And then it spent a year and a half in the in the nine year in the Elijah Craig mm -hmm. barrel proof cask. So, oh. well, so along the lines the of also barrel or bourbon barrel aged. What's that? Because there was three picks, right? Was that yeah, just the one? Seven, of the 17 year. We didn't exactly pick that one. They just mm -hmm. like. They let us have that for our group if people oh. were willing to spend the 160 bucks on it. I was like, uh, okay, yeah. I, mean, I, I was one of those people. Listen, I'm yeah. a Foursquare <laughs> fanatic. Like, like I will buy any Foursquare rum, and that was a fair price. I mean, even like their, their single releases of it are like around the same price. I'm like, I was happy to pick that one up. Yeah, it's not every day you come across a 17-year-old rum from Foursquare. So I was like, hey, if you're willing to, 
offer it up, then yeah, we'll we'll make it available. So, well, Ooh. so on on the um, I guess page of uh, exciting whiskey releases, uh, Ed. Oh, <laughs> I, I watched See, I was... your video the other day. I was very happy for you. I, I was going to wait to announce that until next week when I'm hoping you guys oh. will all have sample bottles. Well, then I won't Ooh, say I anything else. I missed this video, but I love the teaser. I'm very excited <laughs> yeah. to hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell, I, I think we, we, we wait so we can sure. all have it together. That sounds great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick tease for next week. Yes. <laughs> I, um, I actually went to an event on Saturday uh, at a local distillery up in New Hampshire called Flag Hill. And it was, first off, it was awesome. Um, it was kind of like... It was one of those instances now, Ed, this is going to be like nothing to you, but I'm sure you guys have been to things where they'll have multiple age ranges of something that they're aging. And so it's like, oh, here's everything is identical, except this is two, this is five, this is seven. And then they were releasing a 10 year bourbon, um, all their own distillate and everything. So the, the company's name is Flag Hill. Um, and I had a really, really awesome time. It's been a little while since I've done any sort of whiskey event. So it was a good one to jump back into, but my wife and I actually got away for the night and we, we both went up there. It was like date night and I dragged her to a Yay. whiskey tasting. <laughs> so, Lucky her. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, but I'm going to be drinking their rum tonight, actually. Uh, oh, yeah, cool. they hooked me up with a lot of whiskey and I'm drinking their rum. <laughs> so, yeah. Actually, quick question, and then I and then we'll get to D and D. But have you guys ever heard the term heavy rum? It's a new term heavy to me, rum. but I also don't pretend to know much about rum. So I guess I don't he- know that one. Heavy rum, nope. and this is what it says on the bottle. And I asked the owner, I was like, "What is heavy rum?" He said it basically has to do with aging rum in an ex bourbon barrel. Um, oh. And uh, I was like, "Cool, I didn't know that was a thing. I actually don't know that that's a thing." Um, but it's like, would, what makes it heavy? I don't get it. <laughs> it's just, I think it's, it's a term. Yeah, heavy I, with is bourbon. It kind of almost like, like using refill, like instead of using like a, a second fill or a third fill barrel, they're using like a, a wet bourbon barrel. That, that was my interpretation of it. Yeah, like it, okay. it kind of, it's giving fortified wine. <laughs> Okay, Bill, you're too old and not really gay enough for that. You don't know how gay I am. (laughs) I can tell you you're not gay enough. Oh, good. I'm glad glad I'm giving that energy. (laughs) Let's play some D&D, shall we? All right, yeah. It's such a vibe. All right, everybody. Dungeons and Dongs. Here we go. All right. All right. blue dawn. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do a recap from last week. Uh, so when last we saw Snortimer's soldiers, um, yes, sorry, I just making sure I didn't have the one from last week because that would have been awful. Uh, oh, actually, sorry, one one last quick thing. I, I just want to thank our patrons because uh, I think we forgot to do that last week too. Uh, Mike, Steve, Tony Two Toes, EJ, James Taylor, David, Martin, Scott, and Paul. Um, and if you want to check, there's a link at the top of the chat there if you want to go check this out. This week I'm probably going to be publishing a book that I suspect Tallinn is going to find tonight. Um, so you guys will be able to read the full, the full text of the book that she's going to likely uh, summarize. All right. Neat. Recap. <clears throat> When last we saw Snortimer's soldiers, Talyn had awoken, fully recovered from her run-in with the intellect devourers, and the team came together over breakfast with Captain Magnus Stormrider. Over coffee and bacon, the group discussed who they were, where they came from, and where they were heading. They also divulged information about Vutha the Drowned, and learned that Vutha was, uh, has likely become a revenant, an undead motivated only by revenge, apparently only uh, Adalesia. 
Breakfast was interrupted by Ragnar accusing Nobilis of flirting with his wife, Alicia. A private conversation saw Nobilis, Ragnar, and Alicia uh, having a discussion out on the Dragon's Breath balcony. Accusations of infidelity and confirmation of those actions saw Alicia channeling a dark power and pushing Ragnar off the side of the skyship. He plummeted thousands of feet to the ground below. Only the truth of his situation is known currently to Nobilis and Alicia, and they likely won't be able to keep it a secret for very long. Before we wrapped up, a group of Dragonborn Griffin Riders from Glendraconic landed on the deck of the ship. They were instructed to head back to Erngorzuic and see if they could help rescue any survivors. Our heroes are now midday through their first day in the air. They're heading back towards the Dark Timberlands. Uh, they're heading towards the Dark Timberlands on their way to Erngor Kazord. Uh, let me go ahead and bring up the tabletop here. And I'm going to bring up the map just so you guys can have an idea. Um, so there is a little skyship on the map now just to kind of give you an idea of where you are all right so oh yeah uh, look at that this is you this Thank is you. the jewel in the mountain's crown um you guys have left Erngor skyport you've uh just kind of headed past where the Thunderhowl mountains are starting to end um and off to the starboard side you can see in the distance the disintegrated peaks which are a uh just completely decimated mountainous region that has essentially exploded with multiple volcanoes and you know to be the home of an ancient red dragon named Fireclaw. Now you've opted to uh, take the long route around uh, the disintegrated peaks not feeling overly confident in your ability to kill off an ancient red dragon um, and so you're going to be heading towards the dark timberlands uh, and towards the the city of Gleam Shadow, which is an elven city. And uh, later on, if anybody would like to, you could roll uh, history and we'll see if you know anything about it. But let's get back to the um, deck of the ship. I really like the name Gleam Shadow for Thank a you. town. Yeah. Yeah. I actually created that, uh, I created that town or that city uh, as one of my, um, uh, the AI videos that I did. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah, so oh, I, we'll I, talk I went about those AI it, videos, Bill, because they seem to be doing well if anyone hasn't seen those. They're really fun to make, so thank you. I, uh, I hope people are enjoying them. I do know that much, no, much no, of our no, audience no, came no. from them. Promote it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, so you guys are still on the, um, the deck of the skyship, uh, the Jewel in the Mountain Crown. At the moment, uh, last we saw Anomio had stormed down below deck, uh, upset that you guys weren't going to go fight an ancient red dragon. Um, and he said that he was going to go jump and dance on some tables or something. Um, <laughs> so, so Talon, Booker, Noblis, and Alessio, you are still on the deck with Magnus Stormrider, uh, Talon Windrider, who is the, uh, the um, first mate. And that's it at the moment. What would you like to do? All right. That was a good breakfast. Uh, did, did we breakfast? decide on our roles that we were like to help out on the yeah, ship? Yeah, that was, was going to be my next question. I felt like when we left off last week, Taylor Windrider was going to give us some, or not Taylor, yeah. maybe what? Magnus Stormrider was going to give mm -hmm. us some uh, some jobs to do on the airship. Uh, absolutely. Um, so after you guys kind of talked over breakfast, and you had mentioned how you had been on a ship before, so presumably unless you choose to tell something untrue which absolutely is an option if you'd like to let me know um we'll assume that you told him what you did on the previous boat mm -hmm. and uh 
uh, Anomio, you could be part of this conversation if you decided to. We could, you know, but if you decided to storm off down the stairs, then that's totally fine, too. I'm too busy, too busy. <laughs> Jumping on tables. Flipping <laughs> tables. Uh, so, Magnus, um, Magnus uh, instructs you, Alessio, which remind me, I believe that you were a navigator on the boat, correct? On the boat I was, yeah. I was yep. on the top of the, the old uh, crow's nest. All right, so Magnus points over uh, over his shoulder back towards the, the aft of the ship. Um, a small little building is, or a small little room is built on top of the, the deck, and you see through a little window that there is a pink-haired gnome, uh, the one that was on the tram with you, Felicity Gearspark, and she is sitting in the room. Uh, there's, like, little lights and dials and all kinds of navigational equipment in there, and he points over there. He says, uh, you're, you're welcome to go uh, spend some time with Felicity, get a feel for the boat, and uh, see if maybe you can, um, or the ship, see if you can help uh, navigate while she takes a rest. Uh, I kind of look at him and I say, and I kind of like glance over behind him and I say, yes, Captain. All right. Uh, cool. So I'll just drag you over there for fun. <laughs> Make things easier. Um, so, Nobilis, uh, what what did you do on the on the boat? Do you recall? Great question. I probably found the rum and just drank it. No, I, <laughs> I feel like I have a memory of like helping steer it, but maybe not. Because that's just what you said he was doing, right? Oh, you yeah. know what it was? It was it was polishing the um the um the no can yeah. cannons. the cannons. That's right. You were you were working as a gunner. Very good. Thank you for remembering that. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, he the lets shining shining yeah. cannon uh, cannonballs. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so he lets he lets you know that um, uh, Milo, who's the the gnome that had woken you up. Uh, he's actually the gunner, and he says that he's below deck, and he'll he'll kind of show you around, um, so you can head below deck. And then Talin, you were not on um, the Mighty Maiden previously, so it's kind of up to you. What do you feel like you would be good at? There's a number of jobs, and I could list things out, but if there's something that you feel like you, Talin, would be good at, then you could let me know. Um, yeah, I was trying to think about it, because I feel like she's traveled a lot, so she's been on kinds of ships and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's the game. She'd be probably be good at like fixing things. Sure. Like... Uh, so he uh, he lets you know that uh, he says uh, uh, down down below deck there's a couple of couple of people you might want to talk to. There is uh, Turf, who uh, he's the ship's tinkerer. Uh, he's you know he'll fix mechanical issues. Uh, most of the time he spends down in the workshop um, on the mid deck. And uh, sorry, in the cargo hold, and he he could probably show you around. I'm sure he's got some work. Um, there's also an herbalist uh, if you are into that kind of thing, and there's an alchemist as well. Ooh, yeah, the herbalist one because of all the this runs with like the plants, right? Mm -hmm. That would be cool. I was like, I what mean, kind of herbs would... are we talking? <laughs> Not those kind. <laughs> yeah. So in, in this case, she would have read some books on that. The herbalist in this in this boat, you kind of nailed it. So this boat runs off of these, um, actually for anybody who didn't tune into the last one. So this boat runs off of these plants. They glow both orange and blue, and they help to control the lift and pitch and all of the things that the boats need. They're essentially magical plants, but they need a lot of tending to. So they have an on-ship herbalist as well as an alchemist to kind of deal with some of the... Um, like some of the byproducts of tending to the plants, uh, you may as well have an alchemist on board who can do something with them. Uh, so he he points you down. He says um, you'll want to you'll want to go down to the mid deck. Uh, that's the third floor, and uh, talk to Elowen Greenbloom. 
Okie doke. I'm headed down then. Alright. Cool. Alright, so we can kind of take each one of you uh, one at a time for the moment. Um, I'd like all four of you to roll a d4. Uh, no, roll a d20. Roll a d20. 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 All right. 18. So, Nobilis will start... Uh, oh, there we go. All right. So, Nobilis will start with you. All right. So, Nobilis, um, Milo, uh, let me just kind of go down here for a minute. All right. There's going to be a lot of dragging you guys around, so bear with me. Uh, <laughs> I don't <right>. mind. <laughs> All right, so Nobilis, uh, you you go down to the um, to the main living living uh, quarters here, and um, you're looking around for Milo, but you're not seeing him at the moment. Uh, this is where he was when you last saw him, um, but you don't see him around. Uh, you're welcome to search around, or if you'd like to, I'm sure you could get some time to yourself. What would you actually like to do? Um, no, I'd like to search around. I haven't really explored beyond the the room that I woke up in the what I thought was a canoe, but apparently it was a hammock. So I need, I'd like to do some exploring. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, so you are exploring a little bit and you're, you know, kind of poking through some of the rooms. Uh, are you opening closed doors or are you just kind of walking around the normal path of the ship? Yeah, no, I'll open some closed doors. I know, I know this dining room area because we were there earlier. I do see a couple of closes. There's a one to my left and one to my right. Mm-hmm. Um, can I explore the closed door to my left? This one right here. Sure. You um, knock, or do you just walk in? I'll knock. I'll knock. Come on, I'm polite. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you knock on the door, and inside you hear the voice of Serafina. Um, and uh, she's the oh. the um. Oh my gosh, the words escaping me. Oh, she had the devil horns. What is it called? Oh my gosh. Tiefling, thank tiefling, you so much. Tiefling. I yeah. was gonna be stuck on that word for a while. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, she's the tiefling that was on the on the tram with you, and and she uh, she kind of answers the door. Uh, yes. What 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 do you know? What do you want? Can you remind me the name of the person I'm looking for? Is it Milo? So, so you're looking for Milo. He was a, a male gnome. Okay. And this is uh, hi. Yep. Yeah. I'll say hi, Serafina. Um, I'm looking for Milo. I'm. I'm been asked to assist him with the armory uh i i don't know where where i i will never be able to do a spanish accent by the way adriana so i'm sorry <laughs> i'm just gonna throw something out there so she says uh i i don't know where milo is at the moment i uh i've got a, a killer headache if you could just leave me alone at the moment uh he he's probably in his room okay can i bring you anything water uh wine oh Go uh, go ask uh, go ask Talia for some for a bottle of wine. Will do. Oh, hair of the dog, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Before I go, oh, wait, we're still focused on me here. Uh, yeah, for the for a couple minutes. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go check this door across from here just to just kind of lay the land here. Sure. Uh, so you knock on the door. Um, no answer. Is it unlocked? It is locked. Should I check it for traps? I'm just kidding. No, I'm not going through all that. <laughs> yes, the ship blows in half. Uh. <laughs> um, right. Let me. Okay, let me just check one more door before she starts getting anxious. Sure. Then I'll go get her wine, and then we can 
maybe come back to me. But I'm gonna check this this door down here real quick. Absolutely. All right. So you knock, and uh, you hear the voice of Milo. Actually, uh, he he comes up to the oh. door. And he's, Hello. Uh, hi. Oh, hey, you. You're. And he's looking up at you. Wow. I forgot how tall you were. Uh, what can I do for you? I was told uh, to be of your assistance this evening. Ah, assistance, assistance. Okay. Um, how good are you? Uh, have you ever, you ever shot a gun off the side of a ship? Believe it or not, I have. Excellent, excellent. Did you hit what you were aiming at? <laughs> I don't remember, but I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's great. All right, we'll uh, you know what we'll do? We'll we'll do some target practice. That's that's great. Uh, meet me first. over. Oh, yep. yep. Oh, I was going to say, but first, I need some wine. Some wine. Oh, uh, go talk to Talia. She'll <laughs> she'll be on the other side of the uh, the the galley. Great. You want some? Uh, it's like nine a.m. Not 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 right now. Maybe like eleven. Maybe eleven. Okay, sounds good. It's See you later. like nine a.m. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm judging. You know, you guys say we're all traveling. Yeah, we're traveling like it's like being at a at a skyport. Like the the time doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes that helps you aim, kind of thing. Right, yeah. absolutely. Studies, studies the shakes. There you go. Uh, he, yeah. he says to uh, meet me, meet me on the dragon's breath uh, um, balcony later, and we'll uh, I'll show you show you what we can shoot. Sounds great. All right. Um, so, are you heading to the galley to go talk to Talia? Yes. All right. Is that this room to my left? Yep, to the left. Uh, so, as you enter the galley, you see Anomio standing on top of a table. And oh, that's I'm as, not I was just gonna say that's I as am, far as I I'm am, gonna take it. Yeah. Go I am angrily poutily river dancing. Little Grizz just pass out on the other table, just like no, no, I'm holding little Grizz like a baby. I'm just just angrily river dancing. Little Grizz's head is just kind of like really heavy. He's like, ah, fine, whatever. <laughs> I'm just gonna stare at them as I walk by, just confused but also amused, and then I'm gonna go see Talia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you walk in uh, to the to the uh, kitchen or the kitchenette, whatever you call it, galley, um, and Talia is working on cooking something up at the moment. And uh, she turns around. And she says, "Oh, hey, hey. Uh, you know, I never, I never got your name earlier. Uh, I am Nobilis. It's a pleasure to meet you, madam. What was your name?" Uh, my name is Talia, and uh, Talia Ravensong, and I—I I couldn't help but notice something. Or, or, am I—am I noticing something earlier? Like I—I I don't want to be too forward, but I also have learned on the ship that you, being forward's not the worst thing. Time is a precious commodity. I don't like to waste it. You caught me. I did take a banana from the kitchen and it was in my pocket so yes that was a banana in my pocket Talia <laughs> well, or are we uh, referring to something sorry <laughs> no it's uh she looks she's I you must have eaten it at this point that's that's fine I don't see it anymore um what can I do for you what are you what are you here for <laughs> um uh Serafina she is feeling a bit of um a headache so I I thought I would get her some wine to maybe cheer her up a bit that's okay. Do you have a few, uh, maybe a bottle or so? Not a surprise. And then she turns around to this this keg that's right behind her, and she starts filling up a, a very large goblet of wine, and she hands it to you, and uh, she says, "You know, I uh, I'm done after dinner. Maybe you and I could meet later on the balcony." Oh. Well, what time? 
He's like, you know, uh, I have other plans around the ship. There's there's lots of people to meet and see and do and see. I'll tell you what. I'll be out there after nine o'clock, after uh, after the sun, uh, after the moon rises. If you join me, then great. If not, then maybe I'll see you tomorrow. And it is. May I have uh, another one of those goblets? Sure. And uh, she hands you a cup, and then she she uh, points to where the uh, the wine is, and then she goes back to cooking. I'm filling that all the way up. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, are you bringing it to Serafina, or is there anything else you'd like to do? Um, I'll bring it to Serafina, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you go, and you're bringing this over to Serafina. Uh, you cut back through the mess hall. Um, Anomio, has anything changed with you? Uh I'm sleep river dancing. I river dance myself to sleep. <laughs> Do you have a nightcap on top of your hat? <laughs> yeah, I cut that and little versus head. I got little nightcaps, but I'm still going. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, uh, so you walk out of the mess hall, and as you do, you walk out of the mess hall, and the door closes behind you, and you look to your right, and you see that Alicia is standing right next to you. And she looks oh. at you, and you see that same purple tint in her eyes. And she just stares at you for a moment, and she looks at the wine in your hand, and she says, Are we going to have a problem, Nobilis? Problem? How is there a problem when we have wine? Cheers. And I give him the other glass that I, I give her the other glass that I got. That's oh, good, go. because now that we're both serving the same master, I feel like we would be better as a team than apart. Hey, well, I'm I'm interested, but, like, we got to take it a little slow, because that would just be really fucking weird, because whatever happened back there, I mean, you, you saw what happened, right? I very much saw what happened. Yes, I was there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did what happened. <laughs> How do you yes. expect me to right? go forward about this situation? So I've been, I've been in my room and I've been thinking about it. And my best idea is pretty much pretend I can't find my husband. And when nobody else can find him, let them draw their own conclusions. But I'd be interested in what you think. Well, I may or may not have hinted that I potentially saw something fall overboard did not say who or what but I, I i may have hinted so that could that could align with your story if 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 you're can i trust you like did you take theater in high school <laughs> i never took theater but i knew of my husband's infidelity for quite a while and he never caught on i could say i could act she's a politician's okay. wife yeah there you go <laughs> yeah great point great point <laughs> okay, I, I, I will stick by that story. I know nothing. Um, let me just ask, so we get our story straight. If anyone says they saw us walk out on the, the, the balcony together, what were we doing? Like, let's get this figured out before someone asks us individually, and then we, our stories don't line up. Mm. I'd like you to roll a stealth check for me real quick. Okay. Oh. Just trying to get all the info I can. Yeah. Milo's right. door is still open. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't care. I give no, him wine. That's all right. With a 15, that's totally fine. You guys are whispering. There's there's noise from outside. You're pretty confident nobody's hearing your your conversation. As far as they know, you're just talking in the hallway. Um, 
so I'm sorry. You asked what? Why were you guys out on the balcony together? We, yeah. walked, we all walked out together. Me, her, and the um, Goldbeard mm -hmm. went outside. Like, what? What happened? That's true because everybody saw us leave the mess hall together, and suddenly he's not around, and he seemed awful mad. That's gonna look very suspicious. Hmm. Let's think on it. But Silgernan tells me I can trust you, and I'll follow your lead. Okay, well, in case anytime one asks in the meantime, while we figured this out, let's say we calmed him down and he stormed off inside. Sound good? That sounds good to me. All right. All right. I'm going to go... I have a delivery to make. I'm going to go make sure I'm seen on the top deck for a little while. Sounds great. Right. I'm going to go make a wine delivery. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> and DoorDash this shit. To my, to my belly. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh you open you open the door to Serafina um and and give her her wine and she seems very appreciative but you could tell something something more than just a hangover is going on with her. She looks like she hasn't slept the whole night. Um and maybe she's like actually honestly she doesn't look hungover. She looks exhausted. Mm. Which could look the same, I suppose, but still. Mm -hmm. <laughs> can, I, can I ask before I leave, can I be like are you sure this is all you need? Uh, unless you have a way to put me to sleep, I just, I don't, I don't know what's happening, but I just have this really uneasy feeling. And I, I was up all night thinking about it. It's very unlike me. I normally, my head hits the pillow. We work hard around here. My head hits the pillow. I go right to sleep. I'm just not sure what's, what's happening. But ever since we got back on the ship, I just have this, do you feel that? It's like in the air, like something is wrong. Everything's perfect. Everything's great. I feel wonderful. Can you roll an Arcana check for me, Novelis? Okay, sure. Oh no, I'm not very good at that. <laughs> That's all right. Ooh, eight. An eight. Um, you remember that when you woke up, one of the things that that I told you was that you were feeling a little uneasy. But it's not. You haven't put two and two together that it was anything. Like as far as you know, it's just a weird place for you to sleep like you woke up and you just felt strange and as i as i was telling you like the last time you were on a boat you had a trident shoving into your chest so like that's what you chalked it up to but seeing the look on her face some something seems a little strange and you're still feeling pretty tired from last night okay i'm not gonna lead on that like i maybe suspect something too but that's a great reminder thank you yeah. um yeah no I, i'll 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 continue with my story everything's fine because i gotta be gotta be good Perfectly cheering here. All right. Um, at this point, Milo uh, kind of, you see him running and he's got this really large mechanical piece. It's like a long barrel and then a big square with just a shit ton of gears, like crank it away on the back. This thing looks like heavy artillery and he smiles at you and then he runs to the back of the ship. Um, and he says, uh, anytime you're ready, this will be, this will be really fun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow, there, slow down there, kid, and I'll chase after him. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. So we're going to go back over to Jason, uh, who rolled a uh, 13. Um, so Jason, oh, sorry, Alessio, you are up on the deck, um, and you see Felicity Gearspark uh, sitting in this little navigation room. Um, as you walk in, you see the uh, all of the mechanisms in this room are way larger than what you would think would be comfortable for a gnome. Um, even the chair just kind of like the stool kind of dwarfs her. But in this room, there is a um, two of the plants. There's an orange plant and a blue plant. And uh, Felicity takes a couple minutes. She, she greets you. She, oh, hey, Alessio. Uh, so nice to see you. Um, all right. 
here you're gonna be helping me out with the navigation here so I want you to uh, there's there's a whole bunch of books behind you if you need to know anything I'm sure the information's in there um, and then she, she's talking like a hundred miles an hour and she's starting to show you all the the gears and everything and then she she says all right this is the really fun part I want you to go touch one of the plants which one are you picking orange or blue touch one of the plants uh-huh um I'm gonna go with the orange plant all right, so you walk over Turns out and that's the snake plant. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know that's the uh, snake vutha plant. Yeah. <laughs> right. We we have to stop making the snake jokes because it's gonna ruin it if I actually hide a snake in something. <laughs> yeah, <that's fair. laughs> which which is probably part of the plan. Um, <laughs> by the way, so I'm gonna switch over to this heavy rum. Uh, so I'll let you guys know if it's you know what what I think of it in a minute. How right. heavy is it? <laughs> it's so heavy. heavy. He's my rum. <laughs> Wait, but what's the proof though? That's hold a on, hold legit on. question. It's got those little little ties on the side, and they're not ripping. So I want to try to get a pop. Come on, come on. Uh, it didn't do it. Hold on. Ah, uh, ruining everything. Okay, hold on. I will tell you the proof in just a sec. I'm just excited about. Join this our page. Join our Patreon so that Bill can join a gym. <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> hurts a little bit. <laughs> it just started getting cold up here in Massachusetts, so I stopped running too. So I'm feeling I'm feeling oh. heavy rum. Oh, you offended him, Adriana. How dare you? All right, so it's a six year old. Oh, I'm gonna get killed. It's, it's 40 45 percent. Um, all right, I'll try that in a minute. Sorry. So, a little heavy. Little heavy. little heavy. All right, fine. You know, I've already interrupted. Let me take a sec. Might as well. Sorry. Do it. Hmm. Okay, it's a, it's a little lighter than I was expecting, but it a uh, ooh actually the the finish is pretty as opposed to heavy. I'm sorry. I was just about to say the finish actually that's that's where I think it earns the the name. It's it's drinks hotter than 45 percent. Whatever. This isn't a uh, a re rum review channel. Okay, Alessio. Um, okay, so you grab the orange bulb uh, from one of these plants, and suddenly the entire ship uh, lurches high up in the sky. And you're going really like the tighter that you held it, the the faster you start going. Um, the the ship kind of plunges forward. It goes up probably about three thousand feet in a matter of seconds. And you see Felicity's kind of holding on to the to the navigation thing. You see a couple people out on the deck. Uh, one of them drops to the ground, and uh, you let go of the bulb. <laughs> and I uh, and then I point and laugh. Ha ha! <laughs> I feel like and below decks, everybody just went clang. Adnomio <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, falls off the table, <laughs> but, no, no, but, sure. but but you hold little Grizz above your head. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so um, Felicity smiles at you and she says, uh, "Yeah, so you you want to be a little careful with those? That's totally fine. I probably should have warned you. Uh, the orange one goes up, the blue one goes down, and if you uh, use some of these gears and knobs in front of us, um, you can end up turning you know to the port or to starboard." Uh, and then she she's taking a few more minutes to to kind of show you around. Um, and she okay, says, so, "Oh, go yeah. ahead." No, I was just saying. So if I want to bring it up and turn left or right, I have to hold one of the orbs from the plant as well as steer the ship that's in with all the controls is that, am i getting that right pretty much yeah like it's she shows you the combination of all the various things to to actually fly the ship it's complicated uh, um and at, at times you're actually having to reach back with one of your feet while holding onto the knobs in front of you like it's 
it's the the plants are not properly situated uh, as far as somebody for somebody of your size i was just i was just gonna say how come <laughs> i was gonna say uh how come the uh, plants aren't closer given your size <laughs> <laughs> so um this actually this this ship is typically navigated with with more than one person um you'll have somebody dealing with the bulbs or if you're kind of casually flying you could just walk over, touch whatever you want, go back, flip a knob, like you could move kind of slowly. But if you're doing kind of evasive maneuvers, you might be dancing around this little this little cockpit. Sounds like a great Saturday night right there. <laughs> evasive maneuvers. All right, so uh, Felicity says, uh, there's some, something else I want to show you and it's it's in the lower deck. It's all the way at the very, very bottom of the ship. Um, so if you want to if you want to join me there, we can we can go check it out. Um, she says, I'll, I'll meet you down there in probably about like 10 minutes or so. Uh, so same kind of question for you. What would you, is there anything that you'd like to do in that 10 minutes? Um, no, I'll just follow her down. Okay. All right. Uh, so you, you, she says that she'll see you in about 10 minutes and then you awkwardly follow her very closely down the stairs. <laughs> just <laughs> like, how I, well, I guess, I guess we're going yeah. to the same place. Oh my God, I'm uh, just going to practice my stealth as she's walking away. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm so. just imagining you doing like ridiculous rolls kind of thing, yeah, like rolling like, around and yeah, like, <laughs> stopping, like going behind the pillar, just be like, just be like, <laughs> <laughs> in a full crouch everywhere you go. Right? <laughs> snake, snake, snake. All right, so you, uh, you, you're down at the very, very bottom of the ship at this point, and um, it's extremely dark down here. In fact, there's no lights of any sort. Um, however, you know, as actually, I believe you are an Eladrin, so I think you have, you do, you have dark vision, um, and so does she. Um, yes, so you both do. So it's not a problem. You're both able to see down here, although everything is, is kind of like a grayscale. So as you're looking around in this hull of the ship essentially like the very very bottom you're looking around there's crates everywhere some of them open some of them look very old like they've been here for a while and off to your left you see four cells um and she kind of points to them and she says uh this is the brig uh, we haven't had anybody in here in a while so thankfully i hope hopefully none of you end up there um but you know by all means you're you're welcome to kind of get familiar with the the location and um, she kind of points around. She's like, that's where the ballast is, pointing at some some large boxes. Um, and she points at some some levers on the on the on the wall. And she's like, if for whatever reason you ever need to ascend extremely fast, if you pull those levers, it will drop ballast out of the bottom of the ship and will elevate. But it's very hard to come down after that. You actually have to wait a while um, for for uh, the plants to start dying. So it's it's very much an emergency reaction. Um and she uh, she starts showing you around. I'm just gonna move you move you uh, to make things okay. easier. She's showing you around, and she she shows you a couple of um, what would you call it? Like trap doors in the floor, and a pile of ladders. And she says, if we ever need to, you know, park over a sky uh, skyport or something, and they don't have a a good way to land, we can get out through these these hatches. Um, the ladders are there just for convenience, but usually you can just kind of drop down. Um, but everything else, uh, I think you could probably learn on the job. Uh, do you have any questions? Um, when's the last time you had someone in these, uh, in the brig? Uh, well, that would be, ooh, it's been probably close to a year at this point. 
Um, every now and then we'll have to transport a prisoner uh, between Erngor Kazork and Erngor uh, Zuek because you know they, we'll put them to work in the mines. Um, but you know nobody of, of real note has has been in there at this point, at least not since I've been on the ship. Okay. All right. Um, Fair enough. I, I'd like you to roll a perception check for me because you're particularly good at that. forgot how much I love Ron. Nine. <laughs> Sometimes you're particularly good at that. <laughs> I mean, I have a good perception check when I don't roll a five. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Um, so you, uh, you're looking around and you start kind of having this, this uneasy feeling. As if you're being watched from somewhere. Oh, oh God. And uh, Felicity kind of, she sees you staring off into space and she's like, is there something wrong? Uh, are all these crates in this room, have, have they all been here for a while? Some some look newer than others. Uh, we took a couple on, um, not this not this current trip, but the last trip uh, to Erngor Zuek. Um, as far as I know, there's probably some sunstone in there that just wasn't unloaded yet. Uh, but in, in general, most of these have been here for a while. As you can see, a lot of them are open. We keep them here just in case we need extra storage and the extra weight doesn't hurt. Uh, is there anyone that stays down here permanently? Uh, not unless somebody's in the brig. Okay. Yeah. Um, with there, with your, with your nine, to... there's, there's not a whole lot that you're going to learn. Okay. All right then. So, yeah. All right, uh, so let's move along. Uh, unless there is there anything else that you want to do or say, you certainly could. No, that's in my big old mind. I, you know, the last question I had was, yeah. uh, is there any, is there any way to access these trap doors from the bottom of the ship? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we they're because we're flying, we don't lock them, you know, per se, because you you can't jump up to them, and you need a ladder to get in and out. So. Uh, there's really no no lock. Plus, it, we we want to be able to escape if there's something wrong with the ship. Uh, so we, we try to keep it easy. Um, so potentially, I guess something could get in here. Yeah, good to know. Um, she actually, with you saying that, she she walks over and uh, she's gonna make a perception check just to see what's going on. Um, so she looked at that one. She's gonna go look at the other one. And make another perception check. Alright, uh, she looks at both of them and she, she says, uh, now they both look uh, to be intact. I don't I don't really see any, any usage here. Um, so, I mean, uh, we didn't go through them during the, our last trip to Erngor Zuek, so uh, they seem tight. Locked up. Or not locked up, but shut. Thanks, just uh, I like to be thorough. Absolutely. No, that's great. Um, and then she, she's like, let me show you more up on the, on the deck. Well, I'll have you flying in a few, you know, about an hour or so once you, you've learned everything. Okay. Um, cool. All right. So you guys are going to head back up to the top. All right. So up next, so it was Nobilis and then it was Alessio and then we had Anomio and then Talon. All right. Anomio. Ah, Anomio. <laughs> Hello. Now that I have been rudely awakened from my angry dance nap. <laughs> Where I was dancing and angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Uh, so, novelist, let's see, I'm going to just throw you over on the, um, oh, let's see, I'm going to throw you over on the back of the ship. I actually need to remember that I could just hit M and do that. Okay, uh, Anomio, you are sullen and sleeping, apparently, uh, while dancing a jig on top of a table, I believe yes. is where we left. But now it. I have been awoken when I when the, suddenly we jumped up into 3,000 feet in the air. <laughs> Excellent. All right, uh, so you did not get any sort of assignment at the moment. You are kind of a, I mean, you could certainly talk to Magnus, um, but at the moment you have no real responsibility on the ship. What would you like to do? Well, uh, I think me and me and Lil Grizz are going to go, uh, I'm just going to put him on my shoulders, mm -hmm. you know, like kid at Disney World and just... <laughs> So now we're basically the height of a regular person. <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like, you're what is great is coat? you're not very tall. Like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna waddle. I'm gonna waddle into the kitchen, see what's going on in here. Sure. Uh, you see Talia, uh, who you had noticed earlier. Uh, you know, she kind of, she was the one that took your bacon, um, and she turns around and she sees you and she, she, you know, greets you and says. Uh, oh, hey, uh, you know, at the moment, the, the galley's not necessary. I mean, if there's something you want, we could probably hook you up. But uh, I'm, I'm cooking at the moment, so uh, what can I do for you? Do you want some more bacon, or what's going no, on? No, uh, I, I, shall not, I shall not bother you long. May I have some fish? Some, some fishies some fish? for my uh, bear? Oh, absolutely. Uh, does, does, um, sorry, uh, does he want it fresh or cooked? Leo Grizz, what do you want? He wants it fresh. <laughs> uh, that's that's fresh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so she she reaches um, into a a bag that's actually hanging off of the um, side of one of these these uh, shelves here, and as you look inside the bag, or as she opens the bag, a little plume of steam or or like almost as if you were exhaling outside in the cold um, mm. fog kind of comes out of the top of the bag and um, she she looks back at you and she pulls out a, a fish and the fish is I wouldn't say it's fresh but it's it's like mildly frozen um, and she hands it over what to you what devilry is this uh, this is a, a bag of colding colding <laughs> bag of colding yeah poke my head and I just be like what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, I don't know how it would necessarily work, but if you if you look in if you look in the bag, you're gonna see a number of like you know steaks and things that are all frozen. It's basically a it, it's a way to keep things cold while you're traveling. I'm gonna look up at her. Just, does this does this work for pork? Ah, uh, yeah, it works for anything. I need one. <laughs> 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 well, you, you can't have this one, but uh, I mean, if I, I heard you say earlier that you guys are heading over to uh, Volantis, uh, I mean, I'm sure the mages there could could prepare one for you. This is good. Thank you, fair maiden. I'm going to go feed fishies to my little bear friend. <laughs> All right. I'll uh, see you for dinner. Is there uh, anything that you'd you'd like me to prepare for for dinner? You guys are guests, after all. Pork. 
I, I took a sip of my drink and immediately I was like, please don't say pork until I swallow. Don't say pork. Because I just knew. I'm like, it'll be a spit take if you say pork. <laughs> just <laughs> like jokes are supposed to be when you say something unexpected, but like just totally. Eh. Anyway, all right. <laughs> you just say something over and over again and eventually right. it comes. I want to take I want to take little Grizz out on the uh, the balcony yep. over here and sure. I'm, gonna, I'm just we're gonna we're gonna go sit and I'm gonna uh, I apparently have nothing to do I'm gonna go I'm gonna go feed little Grizz some fishies sure over on the where's the, where are the balcony where is the balcony? so they're out oh, they're out the back yeah so uh, as so before you head out onto the the balcony so as you walk by this room to the to the right of you here. Um, you hear you hear kind of like a muffled what do I want to say you hear a voice coming from inside this room to your right and it, it sounds muffled you can't make out what it sounds but it sounds very kind of like loud and, and like 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 that I will uh, discreetly and gentlemanly step slightly closer to the door and cock my mm -hmm. ear mm -hmm. sure uh, make a perception check because it's fun to roll dice. All right. I feel like little G's ears perk up too. Yeah, I know. Like little <laughs> on top of ear. your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> so you you rolled a two. Um, oh geez. So as you walk up to the door, actually, you you go to put your ear up against it, and the door opens, and <laughs> uh, you you see uh, you see a human man. Um, he's he's very tall, and he's kind of got like this white leather armor on, and he's got a white cape on. He's got white hair or platinum blonde hair, I would say, mm. and he's uh, he's kind of standing straight up and, and down, and he says, "Hello, little friend. How are you?" Why, I am good, my large friend. Aha! Uh -huh, my like you be. My name is Roland, and I welcome you to the ship. I feel very welcomed. Why, thank you, Mr. Roland. Absolutely. Where are you heading this fine day? Well, I tell you where I'm not heading to fight a red dragon. Ah, uh, yes. Will let me stab things. Ah, uh, Fireclaw. I have longed for a battle with Fireclaw. I, I think there is much glory in it. <laughs> I like this guy. This guy is this guy is my kind of guy. <laughs> he he uh he notices you start to walk into the room and he he actually holds his hand. And, ho ho, friend! Uh, guests are not allowed into the armory, unless of course we are under attack. Uh, but since you're here anyway and clearly a man of the sword, why don't I show you around? And yes. we just pretend that you are my honored guest. That's much better than a typical guest. You're welcome in here. So he start, he's kind of showing you around, and he's like, this here is a Warhammer uh, that has never seen any any fighting. It's, it's a, he knocks it off the shelf. It's a piece of garbage. And he takes, he takes his own sword out of his sheath. He says, you don't care about anything else in this room. Let me show you this. And he shows you this blade. And as he pulls it out, it's a long sword. And the thing is... As he takes it out, it pretty much twinkles. Um, it shines so bright, and it's absolutely uh, perfect. It's clean. It's, it doesn't look like it has a nick in it. And he says, don't be fooled, my friend. My sword, I can tell. I see from the gleam in your eye that you are questioning the lack of nicks and cuts and dents on my sword. However, 
This sword has seen many a battle. This. This sword. I would... I would bet you dinner tonight that I could best you in a fight. What do you say? Oh. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Uh, my friend, if it is a fight you want, then it is a fight that you shall have. And I, for I too have a very impressive sword. And mine talks. <laughs> <laughs> Are you igniting your sword as you pull it out? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, like the fully, full, you know, whoosh. Awesome. I feel like we need a performance check to see if he just like accidentally gets stuck in the sheath and like he you know, trips that's, over. You know, that's fair. That's fair. Well, yeah. so actually, I'll, I'll have you roll. <laughs> okay, a natural twenty. Uh, well, <laughs> I was gonna have you roll intimidation, but I think I'll take a, tw a natural twenty performance check. Um, so as as you pull the sword from the sheath, not only does it light a fire, but the uh, pyroxus's face actually just a apparates in the air between you and Roland and Roland falls backwards onto his butt and he, he goes what is this what is this uh sorcery you do not fight you fight with a magical sword that is not honorable oh well you fight with a shiny shiny sword what what you think also you think just because my sword has a super cool fire demon in it it's not just as good as your sword mr shiny sword my sword, my sword has a, a minor enchant just to keep it looking neat and tidy. Keeping... Well, that's very nice. And mine has a super cool fire demon. Well, now, let's go. <laughs> if, if you plan on using that that fire demon to, to fight against, I will not meet you on the field. That is, that is a travesty. That is not honorable fighting with... with and you see him, he's kind of just immediately like, like it's with your natural 20, like he's not boasting or, or really offended. He's terrified. Um, he realizes immediately that he is outmatched. Oh, okay. In that yes. case, you know what? If that is, if that is the way you feel, if that is the way you feel, I just thought we were showing off our super cool, awesome swords. You know, but if you truly will not fight me with my super cool, awesome, super awesome fire demon chocolatey goodness sword, <laughs> I will fight with a sword of your choosing. Hmm. Oh, right. Well, I appreciate your your uh, gentlemanly. Uh, I don't even know, but <laughs> he's, he, he reaches behind him and he pulls out. He, he he's looking and he's like. Hmm, which sword shall it be? Shall it be the the sword of of Lithuan? Shall it be the sword of sword of Yes, I know exactly which sword to give you. And he pulls a sword off the off the uh, the shelf and you see it's very short. Um about the size of a dagger, but it's the right proportions of a long sword. Uh so if you picture like like a cocktail, like the little swords that you used to get in a cocktail. Except a, mm. like the same kind of look, but but large enough of a dagger. And he says, "This seems to be about your size. What do you think?" Well, you know, it is a poor craftsman who cannot use any tool. <laughs> All right. So I'll here's take what it and I will brandish it forthrightly. So here's what I'm doing. I'm throwing a plus two dagger on into your inventory. Okay. So that will be... It, it is a good sword. It's just tiny. 
And uh, he, he laughs as you hold it up uh, in front of you. So we're going to do a real quick little thing here. We're going to we're gonna roll initiative uh, between you and Roland. Okay. Oh, not great. Seven. Oh. All right. Uh, Roland rolled uh, 16 and a half, basically. Um, he says, ha-ha, on guard. And he, he comes right at you with his, uh, with his longsword. He's going to charge at you. And he's going to attack you with his, uh, that's your inventory, sorry. He's going to attack you with his longsword. Okay. Uh, natural 20. Ow. <laughs> uh, for <laughs> six damage. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> because um, it's just it's just a regular longsword. It just has a minor enchantment to keep it looking good. Um, but cool, you find cool. yourself you find yourself pinned up against the, the wall here. Um, so he is going to... Uh, take a second attack against you with his okay. longsword, and I'll I'll actually make these public just so you can see them. Um, the first one was a fifteen, which I think will miss. Mm -hmm. All right, it will. So okay. when he misses me mm -hmm. uh, with that attack, I want to use my riposte, and uh, I'm gonna use one of my superiority dies mm -hmm. to uh, as he. Pushes past me, I'll block it with the cross guard and slash back at it and close the distance and slash back up at him. Excellent. Uh, so all right, go ahead I'll and roll your attack. Attack with my little dagger. All right, and you, you, as you're attacking, um, you'll you'll probably have to equip it. As you're attacking, oh, you whoop. hear you hear in your head because even though it's in the sheath, Pyroxus is still talking to you. And he's oh. <laughs> <laughs> so a nineteen will hit. So go ahead and roll damage. Uh, Pyroxus, Pyroxus says to you. He, he goes, uh, "Yes, yes, kill him. This singe his cloak, make him burn." Oh damn! Damn. All right, eleven I look, damage. I'm like, oh, uh, eleven. All right. I look down. I'm like, Pyroxus, my dude, chill. <laughs> 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 Uh, all right. just, later, we could do the murder later. <laughs> uh, Roland, murder. Roland hears you saying this out loud. He just hears Pyroxus chill. We could do the murder later, and, uh, <laughs> and Roland, Roland uh, he's still standing over you. Although you did just kind of stab him, but he he looks at you as you're stabbing him with this little dagger. His his eyes kind of like. Well, I'm. Well, I, this, I, I, this I is, don't want to like cut him badly. Wanna, no, that that's okay. But yeah. you guys are you yeah. guys are fighting. He he says. You, you realize this is just a, a duel for fun, right? This is no oh, murder. Oh. oh, no, I am well aware. You see, the genie that lives in my belt scabbard, uh, he, he's a little intense. He's a little <laughs> intense. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so um, we're going to do rapid fire right here. Let's, let's, uh, I'd like you to roll your next three turns worth of attacks, and I'm going to do okay. the same. Um, and let's just kind of see how this plays out over the next three turns. One. Two. Genie in a scabbard. I know. <laughs> so do your normal two attacks per turn. Oh, 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 oh. Yep. Um, okay. What's your What's your AC? Uh, nineteen. All right, mine's fifteen. Yeah. Right. So his his first two attacks uh, will miss you. His. Uh... Oh boy, you're hitting me a lot. 
<laughs> Roland, Roland is not faring very well. All right, 22. That's good uh, for three damage. <laughs> All right. I think it's clear that uh, you are going to be winning this fight. All right. So Roland's going to hit you again for another 10. He is Nora. Uh, 13 I am Nora. total. But you've got, what, 96 health still? Yeah, I, I have. All right. So he ends up doing a grand total of 13 damage to you, um, which I'm guessing you've done quite a bit more. I, I didn't bother rolling damage, but okay, I hit that's him. Fine. I hit him like Reg regardless. One, two, he, three, four. Yeah, right. I hit him we'll, a bunch. We'll say that you bring him down to to four hit points because uh, he had about forty hit points, so that's that's about right. Um, so Roland, you, he's like, <sighs> wow, that's that's. He he reaches out. He's can I see that dagger, please? Oh. <laughs> I, I I yield I yield I, please let me see this dagger. What did you do to it? I I flip it around. I'll I'll hand it to him. You know I'll, I'll hand it to him pommel first. You yes. know. All right. He um. You see him. He turns around and he's he's just kind of looking down at the dagger and he's I've I failed this this dagger should not have defeat. I am Roland. How how could I lose? And sir, he looks back sir. at you. He's, oh God. Sir, no. you are not defeated by the dagger. You were defeated by Noro. Did you say Noro? I certainly did. The tales of your feats have spread far and wide across this land, and I know you well. And the the tales of Roland, Roland Stormwind, are rivaled only by that of Noro. Can I roll? I can I roll real quick for uh, history or something to see what I know about Roland Stormwind? Sure. Cute. History works perfect. A 12. A 12. Uh, you are aware of Roland Stormwind. Um, he comes from, uh, he comes from, oh my gosh, it's been so long since we've talked about the other continent, Avera. He comes from the, um, he comes from the, the human capital on uh, Avera, the other continent that you guys have not been to yet. Uh, he is basically a prince that kind of doesn't have, he's like sixth in line, like he's not going to become king. Um, but he is, he is a prince and you've heard of him, Roland, Prince Roland Stormwind. Ah, Prince Roland? I have heard of you. Ah, your royal highness. I doff <laughs> my cap. <laughs> he, uh, he, he actually kind of like grabs your hat and he, let's, let's, he gets totally, the boisterous voice is gone for a minute. He goes, I'm trying to keep a lower profile. Like I've just been going by <laughs> Roland here and, and like, they don't really know who I, like they kind of get it. They know I'm somebody, but they don't know who I am. And I'd rather keep it that way. So, I mean, I, I get, I'm not in a position to, to ask you, but like, let's just keep this between us. I, I am the most discreet. <laughs> I will not tell a soul. So he, he looks at you for a second and then he, he winks and he goes, Haha, -ha, I knew I would best you in a sword fight. Ha! Roland has maintained his flawless streak of victories. And then he he walks out the door. And uh <laughs> you see you see he's like he's kind of like his he throws his cape back and uh he he you know scuttles off, leaving you in, alone in the armory. Well, I turned a little grizz and I'm like, he better not try that again, or I'm going to throw him off this ship. <laughs> Put him back on my shoulders and walk out to the walk out to the uh, uh, 
balcony. <laughs> I feel like little. What is little G been doing though? Like, is he just like knocking well, things over? Little G is still recovering, so he kind of lays down whenever something's happening. He's just kind of yeah. So as you go out to the balcony, like every time that you get anywhere near Roland, he kind of takes a couple steps to the left or to the right. Just to, <laughs> like he doesn't want to be right next to you. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, you see him, he's, he's like breathing. He's still, he's injured. He, you kind of be, you know, maybe hit him with the pommel of your sword a couple times instead, or your, your dagger, I should say. Um, so, uh, we'll say you put that, that dagger back. Cause, um, yes, yeah, for sure. cool. Well, then I, I intend to sit on one of these lovely chairs and feed Lil Grizz some things. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I don't know. I left him over here. All right. Uh, so, Talin, we're going we're gonna to go over to you here um, and end the combat. Okay. So, Talin, uh, we are back up on the top deck with you. And... Um, Magnus, uh, you know, he just kind of gave you an assignment. He told you you could go check out the the um, tinkerer or the alchemist or the the uh, herbalist, and you, you were like, oh, you know, maybe I'll check out the herbalist. Um, however, he didn't really give like some an herbalist is not a time sensitive thing, so you have a little bit of time. What would you like to do uh, while on the ship? Okay, so since like he didn't imply that she needs immediate help or anything. Mm -hmm. And I heard we got a crate of books when we loaded up this ship. Mm -hmm. I want to check out the books. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So you're going to head down to the, um, I believe it's the mid deck here. I have six different decks to try to manage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, Talin, let me grab you. Boom. All right. You and Booker head down to the mid deck. And as you walk onto this uh, this deck, it's very different than the others. You know, you pass through the living quarters. As you were kind of walking by, you heard you heard some like clanging of swords coming from the armory, um, and you hear just like you know some boisterous like ha ha, and then you hear you hear uh, Nomio ho ho, you know ha ha. It's just a lot of that back. I figure that's just like normal yeah. practice kind of thing. <laughs> right. you know, boys will be boys thing. <laughs> <laughs> so so you walk by. Um, so as you walk down to this deck, what you see is just uh, a huge amount of plants um there are there's there's tons of plants all um circumnavigate i don't know they're they're around the inside of the ship and there's a lot of windows on this deck in fact pretty much every wall is windows so as you look out you're kind of in the center of the ship and everywhere that you look it's like a panoramic view of the sky and you could see some some of the um of akari below you you see some mountains in the distance but for the most part it's just all plants and there's there's lots of sun in here there's also a couple of rooms in this in this room um so i just realized it's so, like a greenhouse in the middle exactly it's a it, perfect um i will just say like out of story there's a book in the middle of the floor and there's not supposed to be um i actually fixed the map before oh, we started it, but somehow so. it didn't refresh you'll see it in a minute but that do, that's not actually there okay. anyway so uh Sorry, somebody's trying to get us oh, to live views. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you walk down, and there's this greenhouse in the sky. Uh, what What would you like to do? Uh, I'm definitely exploring. So this mid deck. So it's the third deck. It's the same Correct. deck that the botanist would be on. But yeah. I went down here because I heard the creative books is also 
Is this was this the deck that their library is on? Yes. So the library and the library? Al the library and the alchemy, um, or the I don't know what you call it, like a laboratory, um, yeah. are both on this deck. Oh yeah, I'm so stoked. Okay, <laughs> uh, so Talon's like a kid in a candy shop kind of thing, and like running back and forth between mm -hmm. the plants to see if she like recognizes any, uh, and just kind of wandering about and seeing if she can find. Uh, you know, once she's like kind of looked at some of these plants and she's like, this is such a great design. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, I heard the library's down here too. I bet they've got so much information on all these plants and whatnot. <laughs> so I'm going to go to this door and see if it's in here. Sure. Uh, so you go ahead and knock on the door um, and you hear a, a, a small voice inside. Nice. <laughs> some Foley art. I like it. Uh, so <laughs> you hear some, uh, you hear a voice inside go, Go away! Go away! I'm busy. You don't want to come in here. It smells really bad. Uh, like unless you pooped, I that just intrigues me more. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you opening the door? I, I'm creaking it open. I'm like, sure. what are you up to? Like, is there any chance I could help? Uh, so you creak open the door, and inside, um, you see this. This room is interesting. So inside of uh, you. You're able to see like part of the room. What you see is uh, a number of potion bottles on the on a table. You see like all these like flasks and beakers and burners and all kinds of alchemical equipment, as well as um, there's a there's like a what would you call it? Almost like a map of the globe that is spinning in the air. Uh, there's books everywhere, but there's also this other thing. In in the middle of the room, um, you wouldn't remember this, but viewers would there is a it's like an astrolabe it's uh, no that's the wrong term because that's like planets it's just for this planet but it's for it indicates where the different planes associated with this planet are um so things like the plane of fire the plane uh, elemental plane of air or earth whatever and as you kind of look at it you see there's all these little glowing little dots that are kind of floating in space above it um and this little gnome, little little gnome with a, a red beard, um, very thick like Harry Potter glasses. Uh, he turns around. He says, "Go away! I told you this. This smells really. Just do yourself a favor. Come back in like twenty minutes." Oh, I'm so intrigued though. Okay, it sounds like are you doing anything? Monologue, like I haven't developed this room yet. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I actually, I totally have. <laughs> yeah. It smells. Talon's like, okay, but will the really cool thing that you're doing be over in oh, 20 fine. minutes? Oh, fine. Just get in will here. I get in here. Out? Close the door. I don't want the whole. <laughs> just get in here. But tell your dog to stay tell, outside. Tell... It's not. It's cruel to yeah, do that to his was... nose. Yeah, I already was on that. I was already gonna talk. But I'm like, Booker, <laughs> stay out here. Don't pee on the plants. <laughs> All right. I give so, him a bone to chew on so that he hangs out with that and does Perfect. It. It's, <laughs> it's it's a lizard femur. Um so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. it. So you come inside and uh and you you are staring at this this little gnome who's working feverishly at this green concoction that he has brewing. And um he doesn't even look over to you. He's ah you're you're one of the new new people that are on the ship, huh? Um that, oh don't touch that, don't touch that, just stay back. This is going to explode if we don't do it just right. And we're on a ship in the sky. I don't want to explode. 
I'm looking literally with my hands behind my back, but I'm just. All right. Perfect. Yeah, Finally, somebody who understands. Okay, so, uh, and he starts pointing at all these little things in here. He says, first we got to take uh, this amount of this thing, blah, 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 and mix it. And then you balance it using the the, the leaves from this plant. And and uh, and you notice that he's got a whole bunch of books open on his, uh, on his desk here. Um, make a perception check. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, she's saying, she's like, I've only read about such things. I've never gotten to see it in person. Ooh, good. 17 17 so you um as you said you you haven't really experienced any alchemical uh work before you haven't <laughs> you haven't worked in a lab um <laughs> but, but uh you are able to to kind of make out what he's written um it's almost written to be understood by anybody um even though he seems like he's doing a hundred things at once you start to with a, such a high perception role too you notice that maybe he's figuring it out rather than practicing something that he's mastered Ooh. so he seems a little okay. out of control rather than just really busy yeah yeah like this isn't just busy but i've done this a million times before exactly is... yep so yeah. he um he says what, what what do you what do you need what, i mean I, I'm I'd be happy to talk to you later, but I'm really busy right now. Is there something that you need? I'm just super intrigued. I've only read about such things. Can I just watch? I won't get in your way. I promise. Uh sure. Um okay. So give me give me just a sec. Um so he he takes a, a couple of minutes and um I would like you Give me a sec. I'm just looking at something. I just want okay. to read his lab notebook. Perfect. So so what he does, he he finishes whatever he's working on, and then he looks at you and he says, It worked. It worked. Check this out. You ready? And then he chugs the potion that he just did and he's like, Ooh, it's still hot. Okay, so okay. Right. Check this out. And then he he walks over to this little bucket of water that he has in the in the corner and he shoves his head into it and he just leaves his head in there. How can breathe in her? I can totally breathe. The potion worked. I can. This is. And he takes his head out. He's like, I, I figured out how to make a potion of water breathing. I can breathe in the water. Do you want to try it? Yes. <laughs> awesome. And then he, he gives you like a little test tube and he says, just knock it back and shove your head in the water. Quick question. Are we the no same species? Just and do is it. it <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> she does it talon is all about it all right so you uh you're you're you keep your head in the water and you notice um roll a constitution uh saving throw for me please okay <laughs> and then i do want to know what your question was but <laughs> oh, just... all right with a 14 so uh you notice almost immediately that yes it's kind of working but it's almost as if you're you're taking like really shallow breaths under the water. Like you don't have gills. Like hyperventilating. So some, somehow yeah. you are breathing the air in the water, but there is not nearly as much air as there is in just the air. Like there's no oxygen. Yeah. Um, so you take your head back out and uh, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, sorry. My brain is like spiraling with all the follow-up experiments this guy should do. Like <laughs> <laughs> how long a species specific like, how, so, did you develop this yourself? He he walks over and he points at the book. He says, 
I didn't make this. This is this is this book is a prized possession of mine. It's my uh, it's my mentor's, and he gave me all of his potions, and I I'm just making them. And sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But this one seemed to work. I was totally able to breathe fine. How are you? I could breathe, but it wasn't as efficient as breathing in in regular air. Like, was it efficient for you? He he actually he kind of like walks over to you and he puts his his face right up near your nose. He's Ah, yes, you're one of those. You're a heavy breather. That's that's not... I don't breathe that heavy, so it's fine. I don't need a whole lot of oxygen. Halflings must be different than gnomes. This is something worth knowing. And he's making a couple of notes. He just writes, halflings different than gnomes in the book. <laughs> uh, so. You should also test gnomes that never fly, because maybe it's like you're adjusted to altitude. Just very oh, ah, very smart. Go. Oh, you are very smart. Okay, excellent. Um, Okay, experiment's over. <laughs> What can I do for you? My name is Alaric Fireforge, and I am the ship's alchemist. I uh, I make all kinds of potions. If you need stuff for your travels, I can sell it to you, cost plus a little bit of effort, uh, but pretty good price. So I've got a whole lot of good stuff in my inventory here. Oh, uh, if I were to help you out while I was aboard this ship, could I maybe like get a discount on some of those potions? Uh, so I would say if you do your own labor, you can pay for the materials and that's completely up to you. Just don't get in my way because I'm very clearly a very skilled alchemist and I do not like to be disturbed, but I only work like two and a half hours a day. It's a long day, but you know, like as long as you're not here when I'm here, then it's all good. You could use whatever you want. Two and a half so hours. Clear, it's a long a day. <laughs> I'm exhausted at the end of the day. That is not how you work it. It takes two and a half hours to prep the experiment. Who's the alchemist uh, in this room? Excuse me. Excuse me. Are you questioning me? Absolutely right. not. What's your uh, name, by the way? I, I saw you. I heard oh, that we had sorry. some guests, but yeah. Sorry, I'm Talon Creek. Uh, we're traveling, hopefully, eventually to Volantis, but. In the meantime, I've been researching and reading, and I've just never gotten to be in an alchemy lab before. I'm just excited to see what you're working on, talk it out with you, see how we can like help each other. <laughs> awesome. Um, so he takes a second, he, he walks back over to his book, and he underneath where he wrote, uh, halflings are different than gnomes, he writes, uh, may have something to do with names starting with the letter T. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> He's got I'm, no clue what he's I'm doing. I'm sure that's relevant. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a variable. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, he says, yeah. well, if you, if you like to read, uh, just the next room over is the library, and there's lots and lots of books there. We just got a, a bunch more. I haven't checked into them, but there's supposed to be uh, some some good books in there, and uh, you're welcome to go check that out or or use the, the lab if you'd like. Um, just do me a favor. Don't don't touch the... the, the thing over there and he's specifically saying thing um just don't touch that it's very finely calibrated it's yeah exactly um it's very finely calibrated and i don't want you to touch it you can look at it just don't touch okay i promise not to touch it thank you i was looking for the books to begin with i forgot because i got excited about this but <laughs> tomorrow when you're going to start your two and a half hours whatever your next experiment is uh when do you normally start i would love to I, I said specifically you can't be in here when I'm in here. 
It's just, yeah, I thought but you're in here now and you let me in. So, and look you... how helpful I was. I was another person for you to test it on and see the differences. <sighs> All right, tomorrow morning, bright and early, 10.30. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, you're late, if you sleep in i'll understand but that's what i'm gonna be doing something very very exciting tomorrow i'm gonna be trying awesome. to make us some potions of invisibility if they work we could have a whole lot of fun <sighs> okay i'm in i'll be here 10 30 10 30 all right we'll see you then and then uh he said he points to the door he goes don't go away i got all kinds all of right. more experience experiments to do <laughs> You see You're him two and a half hours. Bullshit. He, he picks up the uh, he picks up the bucket again and shoves his head in while you leave. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, this right. guy's screwed. So, so you head back out. I'm I'm presuming that you are uh, heading over to the library, correct? Yes. Or yeah. are you heading to the library, or are you meeting up with a botanist? I think you've got time to do one or the other at the moment. I'm headed to the library. Okay. All right. So you uh, you do see Elowin. She's she's watering some plants at the moment, but you kind of just walk right by her and you you go into the library. Um, while you are in here, is there anything in particular that you're looking for? Uh, books on airship plants, blue and orange. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. I would say yes. You could absolutely find something. Um, it's not a, a heavy text. Um, in fact, actually, there's a there's a note inside of the book that says that if you want to read more, um, the there's more books up in the the let's call it a cockpit, uh, the navigation room up on the mm -hmm. on the main deck. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in general, you kind of reading about it. They they're cultivated um, by the by the um, the mage guild on Volantis, and. Um, they are on aboard many airships as well as they are the main the main way that Volantis floats in the air. Oh, okay. Okay, but like I've also figured, you know, like in the way that when you actually go to a library, it's like, oh, I was going to get a murder mystery book and now I'm looking at <laughs> World War II history or whatever, like. Ah uh, yes, relatable. You know, perusing, perusing <laughs> the shelves. Libraries. Yes. What? So what? While so what happens to everybody? <laughs> so while while you're perusing, uh, you come across a book called "Whispers of the Unforgiving: My Dance with the Relentless Dead." Ooh. And uh, this is a book. Upon quick looking through it, that um, you, uh, Adriana, read earlier uh, about yeah. rev revenants. Um, you now know. A bunch about revenants or at least what you would have seen this is a book that's written firsthand as a journal about somebody who is being hunted by a revenant and their interactions as well as what they've learned while interacting with them i'm gonna need to see your notes on that Adriana. <laughs> <laughs> i'm immediately reading through this and being like oh my god where the fuck is alessio and when's the next moon exactly right <laughs> all right uh so you guys all spend the rest of the day kind of doing what you your jobs were. Um, if there's anything in particular that you wanted to do before we kind of cut to the next scene, let me know. I mean, what time of day is it? <laughs> sure. Um, so you, uh, let's say that you've all spent about two hours uh, doing what you're doing. Um, you've gone down to the mess hall. Uh, you're all having lunch together at the at the moment and, uh, you know, talking with the crew, kind of discussing what you've been up to and you're getting to know everybody. Um, Serafina okay. is still missing. Um, she's, you know, she's not at at lunch. 
Talon brought a pile of books to the mess hall. She's like full <laughs> Hermione mode kind of thing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hermione mode. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Hermione mode. <laughs> All right. I mean, I would check on Serafina, but it's okay to wait till next time, depending on where we're going. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of so. Uh, Novelist, you end up sitting next to uh, Roland, um, and uh, you you hear him. He, he's kind of like, "Wow, Talia, this is some of the best hamon that I have ever had. It's really good for the soul." I'm just gonna roll my eyes. Uh, <laughs> I haven't interacted with this guy before. He uh, he sees you reacting to him in any way and immediately gloms onto you like that guy at the party, and uh, he just starts talking to you. Nobilis, is it? Where you? Wow, look at that physique. Those pectoral muscles are quite significant. They rival even mine. <laughs> all right so uh over over time after you guys finish eating you find your way back up to the top deck magnus uh magnus kind of is like hey you know let's let's go up to the deck i now that we've all kind of got our jobs figured out um let, let's at least enjoy the view and i'll kind of give you a, an overview of what's going on so let me actually drop all of your characters up here because uh, it looks like not all of you are here um so while Talon was eating mm -hmm. like she was you know where you eat and like you're like petting the dog or like scratching the dog so I was doing that with little G mm -hmm. and then like didn't realize that Anomio was there and so like I'm scratching Anomio's beard <laughs> I'm just like I'm just looking at her awkwardly just like I didn't say stop <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, I did have one question before we go yes. on top side. Mm -hmm. That dagger that I had, mm -hmm. is that like little G sized by chance? <laughs> I mean, it's the size of a dagger. It's probably about nine inches long. Okay, so if we, if it has a tiny scabbard, we could put that on. <laughs> you, you could, so while you're in the armory, especially since Roland left, I, I would say if you'd like to you could absolutely find a normal dagger not a plus two uh That's for fair. little little g to have on his person um Rad. there's a number of just like mundane weapons there that that i don't think anybody would miss <laughs> all right so you guys are all up on this on the uh the top deck here and you're you're kind of talking with the crew and whatnot and uh you notice a a giant owl kind of keeping pace with the with the ship um and it swirls, circles around, and it la lands on the railing on the side of the uh, the boat. And it just kind of look is looking over at you, and it's doing its owl thing. Uh, is Magnus right next to us? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. ask him, I'm like, what's up with that owl? Do y'all get owls up here all the time? Uh, I've never seen an owl up this high. They're they're, I mean we're. We're near in the forest, so maybe, but uh, I don't think I've ever seen an owl up this high. And he starts kind of walking mm -hmm. towards it. He's like, "Hello." And this uh, giant owl drops, jumps down from the, the railing. And you see it start to grow. Its legs get longer, and its wings kind of tuck in. And in front of you, you see an owl bear. Is it? No. 
you see a furbolg standing in front of you. Oh, it's murder time. You know what I was saying Not earlier? Not this fuckhead. You remember I was saying earlier to Paroxys that it was, we're going to have murder time? murder? It's murder time. It's on site with this guy. There's no waiting. There's no waiting for him to talk, to do anything. Oh. Okay. It's yeah, do we recognize him as the same one? Though, like, Absolutely. This is this is without a doubt. This is Pharaoh Rainblossom. Um, and uh, sword is out. I am charging directly at him. Oh, all right, God. that's totally Wait, fine. Wait, um, what, I would like what, you to just just you, uh, Nomio, roll initiative for me. Oh boy. Uh oh, there's no combat encounter. I'll roll a d20. Yep. You can you can click the I and I on your sheet. He's gonna beat that ass. Careful. Oh, there we go. Oh, damn. Anyone? All right. Uh, so, Anomio, you charge at Pharaoh, uh, sword, you know, unsheathed, alighting, I'm assuming. Pretty much oh, always. Yeah. I, unless you tell me otherwise, I'm assuming that thing's never leaving the scabbard without flicking oh, on. Of yeah. Because, of course, why wouldn't it? Um, so the the uh, the fire is just burning from the sword, and you hear in your head you hear the the voice of Pyroxus. Yes, kill him, and uh, and Pharaoh looks at you and he says, "Wait," and behind him you see an air elemental just apparate from behind uh, behind him. And let me let me kind of show you what this looks like. So. The clouds come to life behind him, and you see this this terrifying face, giant arms, and just sweeping winds start to gust around you, Anomio, and you st are stopped completely in your tracks. You're running into the wind and not getting anywhere. And you see Pharaoh, he's he's wearing a, a cloak and it's you know whipping in the in the wind, and the rest of you are all having to hold yourself against this wind. So I'd like all of you to roll a const uh Strength. Let's let's go strength saving throw. As you're trying to stay on your feet sense. against this uh, this buffet of wind. I just got so excited when he said somebody was coming up behind him. I thought it was going to be Molly, and I was. Oh God. Can almost risky whiskey at this point? I know it seems really yeah, weird. Yeah, absolutely. You, like, sure. You drink your, your seventeen ninety two. All right. Yeah. So, Anomio, you stay on your feet. Talon, you stay on your feet. Um, Alessio and potentially Nobilis. Let's see. <laughs> I like that the two shortest. That actually right. makes sense. Like, so, so Alessio yeah. and Anomio, you guys are both kind of blown back off your feet. You, you just land prone on your backs. Um, Anomio, although you are able to stay on your feet, you you're still you're pushing against the the wind and you're making headway but you are not running at your full speed at the moment. Excuse me. And Pharaoh, Pharaoh says, I'm trying to remember what his voice was. I think it was like a hippie voice. It was, he was like, I would advise you to stop. We have a lot to discuss. Love and peace, man. Yeah. And then <laughs> from the other, from the, so on the port side is where the air elemental first uh, came. You hear Talon Windrider, uh, he yells, uh, we, we have another one over on the starboard. And uh, you see an air elemental apparate, as well as two more at the rear of the boat on both sides. So there is now four air elementals all surrounding the ship. And oh, the uh, 
the air is uh, like the wind is whipping around you all and uh, blasting through what had previously been some sort of force field that we talked about in the last episode, keeping the wind at bay. Um, doesn't seem to be working against these air elementals. You guys are essentially in the very center of a localized hurricane or tornado um, and completely immobilized unless you want to try to do something, which I'm totally happy to hear some ideas. Otherwise, he's going to start talking to you. Not doing shit. <laughs> I, I, I yell hey, at a Nomeo to stop. I'm like, these these yeah. air elementals could really screw up an airship. Let's. Uh, I go, I, I, I just, I tell, hey, Nomeo, I'm on my back. Put the sword away. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's see if we can avoid a crash. Let's hear yeah. them out um, before they take oof. the ship down. So, Alessio. I have an idea that Okay. So let me pause you for one sec. Alessio, you hear in, in your head from your sword, uh, uh, Rhymegeist, you hear, patience. Patience is always the right choice. Good. Good decision. Talk yes. my brother down. Yes. And, Antonio, uh... Patience yields focus. Relax. We never want do what I want to do. I want to fight we a dragon. Do what I want to be the murder. <laughs> yeah, well, we want to live, so. <laughs> well, can I like, analyze the situation to see if any of them are like actually looking at me? Because like I'm thinking about like doing invisibility. And just, like, I know there's a lot going on, but is anybody looking at me right now? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, no, 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 yeah. Usually, I had a plan with that bill. I wasn't trying to. Be I know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I couldn't. I couldn't resist. <laughs> We are there to to uh, follow you, but this time we are on an airship. <laughs> yeah, well, surrounded by air elementals, we do not have the advantage. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. fair. Go ahead, novelist. What were you gonna say? No, I just I, I look pretty exposed here. I I would love to be able to like go on, be invisible, but I don't know if anyone's already seen me at this. Well, at this point, yeah. I mean, you're you're right in the center of the the top deck. You're among Magnus Storm Rider, the uh, Talon Wind Rider, and uh, I mean, Felicity Gearspark. Although you haven't really associated, like she can see onto the deck as well. People definitely see you. If you go invisible, that doesn't mean that they like you could hide. Um, being invisible, they would know you were there, but not where you are. So if that's what you want to do, you're you could certainly do it. Can I attempt to run downstairs and then turn it invisible so no one knows I'm upstairs still? Make me a strength uh, strength check. Roll strength. over an 18 and I'll let you get yourself over to the, uh, over to the stairs. Over an 18? There is no way in hell will I roll over an 18 of strength check. Do it. You, Do only it. Have, a, you have a negative one. I mean, you gotta roll, You can roll a 19 or a 20. I like them odds. <laughs> oh! 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 Roll. oh! I believe I said it roll over an 18, didn't I? You said roll a 19 or a 20. Uh, you rolled a 19 and it minus one. So that's, that's over an 18. Oh! All right. I, oh. Totally fine. All right. I, I I did math poorly when I said that, but I'm going to hold myself to it. All right. So, Noblis, you're, you're able to drag yourself. You actually go over Alessio's prone body and you drag yourself down into the um, the stairway here where immediately the wind cuts um, and, and you're not being just like totally like, I don't even know, like, okay, like abused by the, the wind. Um, are you going invisible? I'm going invisible. I just I want to. I don't know. I feel like it could be useful. Oh. All right. Uh, so let's do this. Uh, invisible. 
right, I'll make you invisible. There we go. All right, so you are invisible. Uh, you will still have to compete against, like, with strength checks to move through that wind, depending on where you're trying to go. But you are invisible right. at the moment. Okay. All right. Uh, does anybody else want to do anything? Otherwise, I'm going to, you know, talk. No. Speak elemental. <laughs> All right. Um, so Pharaoh, uh, the he, he kind of raises his hands. He's, he's like, relax. And the, the air elementals kind of relax just a little bit. There's still wind, but it's not absolutely just keeping you in place. He says, can we speak like people who people who can have a conversation are you going to charge at me again or can i tell my tell my friends here to relax i won't charge at you right now I won't make any promises about later jesus i do <laughs> you can't just say no <laughs> can we just can we just like pull a Nomeo back behind <laughs> us like alessio and i can we just like kind of I know we'll get back here. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Pharaoh's gonna he's gonna walk up towards you, Anomio, and oh shit, he he's gonna hold up his his staff. Um, hold on one second. I'm just rereading this. It's been a while. Well, no, okay. measuring so, staff. With <laughs> so he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna hold up his staff, and he's gonna he's gonna produce a little. What would you call it? Like a little daisy. He's going to hand it to you, Anomio, and just say, sorry, not a daisy. I totally screwed that up. He's going to make a little pansy, and he's going to hand it to you. <laughs> he's going to say, here you go. The name is fitting, is it not? I'm just going to flick it into the flame of my sword. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and he says, I, I want to thank you all for what you did for me over in Elixia. That was really nice of you to bring me back your my book. I don't know that I could have done it without you. Also, just that, that extra little pain you were causing, Thorak, just, it really, really helped to elevate the spell. Don't you think? Halix just bursting out of the ground. It was, it was a thing of beauty. Halix. Never mind. I, I hate this guy. I don't want to hear him anymore. Halix is going <laughs> to, he's going to just. I can just, make that happen. It's come a long, it's taken a long time for me to come to this decision, but Halix, Halix is just going to destroy everything. We need to start fresh. This world, this world has been absolutely just destroyed by people who have no clue. They just take the earth, uh, they take the planet's resources. They destroy things and they just don't care. And I think... It needs to come back on them. Look at Cinder Grove. It's been destroyed by the decimated peaks. That's all because of Volantis. Look at Mastic. It's disease-ridden. That was the humans. Hobblehaven. The dam that is at Hobblehaven, it's, it wiped out my grove. That was what really did it for me. I was, I was going to take the peaceful route. But when I your, watched... Your logic doesn't make any sense. Talon's like interrupting him. She's sure. over his bullshit. Oh, shit. She's like, 
your logic doesn't even make sense. So because other, we're destroying, you're going to destroy even more, and somehow that's going to reverse destroy? That doesn't you're, make sense. You're destroying the land. I'm destroying the disease. The air? The people. You can are I, a disease. Can I, uh... Yeah? Can I stab him now? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm elbowing Anomio. Right, I'm like, do I it. Go, read, go, go. Read the situation. Read the situation. <laughs> You tell me what you're doing, and and things will happen. So if you want to try to stab at him, that's totally fine. I I I highly you know. Listen, we are on an airship. He's there's elementals around us, guys. <laughs> around the airship, we have nowhere to run or go. Just maybe, just give him a little bit of. Uh, we'll see what happens. But right, you know. Why, why are you here, Pharaoh? Why why are you even here? Yeah. What, yeah, what do you thanks. what do you have to say? Why are you here? Why are you saying all this? No one why, cares. Why, no one cares. Why, why, you, know, why, are you telling us this? why are you telling us this when you know for damn well we're not gonna we, we do not we do not uh subscribe to the ideology of Halix. Well I thought I thought you would like to know I thought you'd like to know that you helped me in Erngorzuik. If it weren't for you, if it weren't for you, the the kobolds might have been found. But you guys were off robbing a vault instead of trying to see what was right before your eyes. Having the Underdark there was just icing on the cake, but you easily could have seen the mushrooms that were growing out of control. Could mind controlling the kobolds? Erngar Zuik was just the next in next leaf on the rotting tree to fall. So this hippie fucking guy is in the shrooms and fucked up the shrooms. So I'm like, looking around at everybody on. like, I have no idea what he's talking about. I, this doesn't make any sense to me. So... so he, oh, I saw that. The shrooms. <laughs> he, he says, I, I only came to you out of courtesy. I know that you're heading towards Gleam Shadow, and that's where I'm heading. My elemental brothers are trapped beneath the city, and their power is being used to power their forges, cleanse their rivers, and I'm going to go free them. And the elves will likely die, but this is all part of the plan. I would advise you to avoid Gleam Shadow, but if you don't, that's totally Going fine. To Just no. It, it's uh, I'll go into that in a minute. Um, <laughs> if you decide to join me there, it, let me lay it out for you this way. There's a reason that you have been where I am the last few times that I've attacked a city. And I can't help but wonder if this is fate that we keep running into each other. And I would rather have you as allies than enemies. Clearly you're powerful. And he, he looks over at uh, both Anomio and, and Alessio at your blades. You have the power of elements in your blades. And then he looks at you, Nobilis, and he says, even you have something, although corrupted, something that is part elemental. Actually, he doesn't look at me because I'm invisible. But... Oh, invisible. you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he, I guess he's so where you were. Even your friend, your friend who. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. The nip, the nipply guy. Yeah. Even your friend, don't fucking 
and he's he's more powerful than even he uh, realizes. I'd much rather have him on my side. But what you need to know is I'm not going to stop. And if you would like to join me, you may survive the coming breakage of the world. The second breakage of the world. Halix is already released, thanks to you. I don't think you can stop him. I certainly can't stop him. What will you do? You, you know what, guys? You know what? You know what, guys? I think he's right. Pharaoh, Pharaoh, why don't you come yeah. hug me? Why don't you come hug me and we will make up. We'll make up right now. Come hug me. Come, come, come hug me, Pharaoh. Come right up here and hug me. Don't do it. Come here. Come here. Come here. <laughs> he says, I'm not nearly that much of a fool, Anomio. You, uh, you may think yourself quite wise, but don't toy with me. It won't end well for you. Yeah, well, one day I'm going to get a hold of you, and I'm going to barbecue you alive. You know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I, I've got a little time before I need to be over with the elves. Maybe I'll fly over to Lithuan and go visit Tinbrint. Maybe he's having second thoughts about what he wants to do. All right, no, too far. He's getting charged. <laughs> so, um, all right, make, make, make one attack at him. We'll, we'll give you that before he, uh, is going to make his, his escape. Or he annihilates you. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. It, it would be uh, a hell of a thing if you do like his entire hit points worth of damage in one. <laughs> I don't think that's possible, but it, it probably isn't. But boy, just crit, crit, crit. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Oh, that didn't really work. Ah, oh, that's right. I never fixed that. Yeah. So, you're making an attack with Pyroxus. Oh, that's twenty-six. A twenty-six Dang. will hit. Dang. Uh, fifteen damage. All right. So you uh, you bolster yourself against the, uh, the the slight breeze that's going. At this point, the, the air elementals have stopped, and you're able to charge at Pharaoh. And as he sees you coming, and he does start walking backwards, and you see his shape begin to change as you swing out at him with Pyroxus. And you see his his um his fur, like he's he's a fur bulk, he's covered in fur. And you see a lot of it singe across his chest as he transforms into a giant owl and he starts to fly backwards. Uh, but you definitely got a good hit in there. Um, all right. Good. So uh, he is going to fly backwards. Sorry, I'm just... Is there any chance that the hit was in the shape of a G? <laughs> uh, roll a performance a for me. Tiny little burns. Just roll, G, G, G. Roll, roll performance for me for fun. Okay. This will little be... Gucci mark. <laughs> Gucci Gucci. Not quite. You get you get yeah, a little okay. bit of a curve towards the top, but but uh not at all. And then um Yeah, fair enough. Yep. So he, he flies backwards and you see the air elemental, uh two of them start heading towards the ship. And the other two start flying flying off to the to the side. And this is where we're gonna end tonight's episode. So when we rejoin next time, apparently you guys have earned yourself a fight with a couple of air elementals on top of a uh, skyship. <laughs> so, not Noblis. Noblis is just like hiding. Yeah, no, Noblis is hiding. <laughs> yeah, Noblis is like down in the barracks, like polishing his nipples. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Invisibly <laughs> polishing his nipples. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, 
I can't even find them. Where, uh, where, uh, yeah. Bill, Bill, where, where were they headed again for to possibly gleam shadow? So, so let let me uh, let me show you on the uh, the map here. Um, yeah. So actually, over the course of the day, I'll I'll kind of move your skyship as well. Over the course of the day, you've you've traveled a little bit further. Um, you are heading towards gleam, or he is heading towards gleam shadow, which is this uh, elven city that for some reason it's not letting me ping. Um, up here. Uh, for the heck of it, is anybody trained in history, or would anybody other than Talin, because and there's a reason for that, feel like they would know? the the major cities in the world like in in depth mm, probably not nope okay um alessio might if his uncle told mm, good him point i'll let you uh go ahead and roll history for me <clears throat> okay. a plus five on history Bye -bye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's I, my where's my guy where is it oh uh oh. Yeah, um, here, let's do that. Sorry. Uh, boom. You're <laughs> huge, oh, Alessio! Yeah. I am so big! <laughs> A shadow <laughs> spreads over the land. <laughs> yes, darkness Very over the land. got nothing. <laughs> All right. Um, you don't know a whole lot about uh, Gleam Shadow, although, like you know of it, it's it's mostly elves. But actually, there's there's a, a pretty heavy population of virtually every race in the in the world. Um, there's these concentric circles that the entire city is based around, and as you get closer to the center of the city, that's where the uh, proletariat and the, the the more wealthy live. Um, but we can we can go into all that at another time. Okay. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, as far as the city goes, it's extremely old. Uh, it's one of the first cities in the world um, that is still standing. So, yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, and. Uh, I think that'll be that'll be it for us tonight. Okay. Sweet. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I know we went a little late tonight, guys. Thank you for uh, hanging on. And uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us here tonight on Dungeons & Drams. Um, make sure to check the links in the description. And uh, thank you all for playing tonight. You guys did a great job role-playing. It was fun. Um, and uh, thanks for dancing on tables and, and you know, carrying little Grizz around. And <laughs> <laughs> Now I got to try to remember all the voices I made up on the spot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I need like a I need like a reminder thing. Just be like, there's me flipping out. Well, that the alchemist. weird like blonde guy was like Santa Claus. So just remember oh, he, like Santa. He's Claus gonna be easy. Like, oh, yeah. the, the, the alchemist. I'm yeah. gonna have to try to remember. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. Thank you, everybody, and uh, we will see you next week. Cheers. 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 Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice, and be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in the lands of Domidium. Cheers.